Minding Your Business is back with another episode. I'm here joined by my friend and colleague, Jakub. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Patrick. Thank you. That's fantastic to hear. Today on our show, we will be talking with one of our own, Florian Ernst, sales director here at Process End. And we are going to be walking you through three scenarios that a company can find itself in whilst implementing process mining, what baby steps mean, and how to create a pull effect. Let's get into it. Sales often has a negative connotation for many people. Regardless of whether you work in a consulting company, for a process mining software provider, or are a consumer, in this case a user of process mining tool, you often need leverage to get things done. And that's basically through sales and marketing. You can have the most successful technical implementation of a process in the world, but if you don't sell it both internally and externally, it might very well be your last. Therefore, we have decided to bring our new colleague on the show, Florian Ernst, uh, to tell us a bit more about the sales perspective of a process mining project, and especially about people who need to collaborate to achieve the goal, a successful process mining initiative with lots and lots of value generated. Florian, welcome to our show. Good to have you here. Hi, Jakub. Hi, Patrick. Good to see you. Good to hear you. <laughs> um, for our guests and listeners, uh, we did an episode about uh, nine key people in the process mining initiative a while ago. And well, surprise, surprise, as we got more experienced in the field, we realized that there is more than just a data scientist and module experts. And just to, you know, to have a successful process planning initiative, it really takes a lot. Um, today, we therefore want to reshuffle things a little bit. After all, we don't want to just repeat ourselves. We want to go the next step. Uh, therefore, we will present to you, listeners, three different scenarios where an organization can find itself in terms of maturity and adoption of process mining. And together with Florian, we will try to guide you on the next steps, what to do and what people to get involved to really achieve true success. Um, but first, Florian, tell us how you got here. <laughs> yeah. Um, short about myself. So I'm a, I'm a quite experienced guy from, from management consulting. I started with Deloitte. Uh, after university as a management consultant in tech strategy, doing a lot of M&A projects. So that was quite fun. But then I uh, decided to move forward and uh, go into a more technical perspective. Um, started with uh, Celonis as a former Celonaut, um, driving as a customer success senior manager. Um, yeah, the value and the adoption and of course the the journey for various customers and uh yeah started recently at procent as a sales director in june so i'm happy to be with the team well lucky that we have you uh, florian my question to you is when did you first um come into contact with process mining i first came into contact um with process mining at deloitte so i think quite early the Center of Process Bionics um, was initiated there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I was in contact uh, with one of the founders, Oli. And uh, that was the first starting point for me. But I think to be, when I be very honest, uh, I got in contact with process mining. Uh, we have one of the founders of Celonis because it was one of the friends 
of one of one of the friends of mine, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, Who yeah. was it, if I may ask? <laughs> um, it was Martin, Martin Klenk. Ah. Uh, he was studying with uh, one of my, or two of my best friends uh, back in university. So we met at some uh, university parties and <laughs> yeah. And he basically talked into you, you should go into process mining. It's a very perspective <laughs> field. And you were just thinking, what in earth is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. A few no, years it, later. <laughs> it, it wasn't like that. It was more like, like a coincidence that, that our ways, um, yeah, got together. And then, yeah. I, I do love coincidences. Um, Florian, what is very interesting for me is seeing uh, the the path that you basically took, starting at Deloitte, then going into a, a process mining vendor in Solonis, and then jumping into consulting again. Um, how do you see, or where do you see the difference between working in uh, a software provider, so basically Solonis, and being there as their help in a consulting? So I think one of the biggest differences um, is that on the one hand, if you work in a management consulting firm, you're kind of trying to guide customers through a journey and try to make best out of a situation um, and to, to, of course, achieve great results in a short time. Um, on the other hand, you're not very connected to a product or a technical solution or you're more looking from a more general perspective on a topic of course with deep dives and uh, all the details that are related to projects so i was very curious um, after about six years in, in consulting to to dive more into technical challenges uh, and uh, work more closely with the product um, and that means of course implementing the product using the product but also marketing and selling the product so you got to spend time more time with it more long term and invest a little bit more of your own time um in on the corollary how many um how short were the projects that you were usually dealing with in comparison yes so in typical M&A projects, which I've done from a technical perspective, so guiding the clients through all the technical questions or technology questions that are arising uh, throughout the project. So uh, we have, of course, shorter projects from due diligence, making like a few weeks an assessment of a potential target and outlining it, outlining the results to the management. So these are like kind of short projects, but also like integration or post-merger projects, um, which prepare for like the day one, day 30, day 180 mm -hmm. requirements, which mean all the requirements that are rising when you kind of merge a firm or carve out a firm into uh, a new sphere. Mm -hmm. What I also wanted to ask uh, is not only about the difference between working for a process mining vendor and a consulting company, but also the differences between the two consulting companies, because after all, now you work for, a, say, a mid-sized company in processing where we are 50 people and are pretty focused on process mining uh, compared to a Deloitte that obviously has much wider, uh, wider audience and wider customer base in terms of uh, projects that they are working on. So I think 
one of the key differences, but also similarities is that if you take out the scale from a big management consulting firm, the teams are quite small. So if you look at the core of, for example, a M&A department, it's not that there are like in Germany, a thousand people working in M&A. It's also a smaller group. So I think the, the size of the teams are, is quite similar. Also, when we're talking about process mining, I think that we are in a very good size, uh, which is very competitive uh, in the market or even leading um, for providing process mining services. So it's very interesting and more focused, but also in a management consulting firm, you, you're always striving to create the focus for your career. So you, you don't widen up to a lot of different products so you really double down on on one topic mm -hmm. now speaking about uh the, the the growth and about the support that the process mining uh consulting companies such as process and can provide for you uh we actually were when we were talking about this this episode together as, as a preparation we were thinking how to frame this and to uh, put it into perspective and give some info how this episode was even uh, <laughs> created. We had recently our company trip uh, to Czech Republic, Hustopeche. Uh, very nice. Uh, and uh, as a part of it, we also wanted to do some uh, sort of a team event or let's say a, a work-focused event. And Florian and Nico actually uh, came up with this idea. And actually, I don't want to steal your thunder, Florian, so please introduce <laughs> Introduce what we are doing there. <laughs> yeah, no, happy to do so. And I definitely recommend going to check. It was a awesome location. So if you're into wine, please feel free to go there. It's definitely <laughs> a trip. Um, so um, the funny thing is um, the, the whole setup that we planned with the team was also based on a Deloitte um, idea or mm -hmm. framework. Which, which is called walking in their shoes. So from my perspective as a sales director at Procent, it's really important that our team understands um, who are the players in the game, meaning if we're talking about a process mining project, to really walk into everyone's shoes and see what is the situation, what are their challenges, and what might their goals be in order to provide the best services that we can offer in the market for process mining. And as you started in the podcast, um, Jakub, it's not only thinking about data science or consulting services, it's more about thinking about what are the key roles on the customer side, but also on the technology vendor side and also on our side to really make sure that we think about and involving everyone who's required to, to drive excellence in the project. Mm -hmm. Now, um, looking back at the workshop that you led, um, do you think that we did well as a company um, going through this or uh, <laughs> points of improvements for us? No, I think uh, it's always uh, great to see the teams discuss uh, in a wider perspective and uh, open up from, from daily tasks and their roles. So I think it was a great result to see everyone open up Uh, walking through the questions. I think for some of the, the people, it's more challenging because um, you're not in your day-to-day -day work. It's not part of your part of your task to mm -hmm. kind of walk in other shoes. 
Um, but I think it's a great learning perspective and I enjoyed the, uh, yeah, the teamwork. So I think it's, it was mm. a great, um, great workshop. Yeah. yeah. I got the same, I got some really good feedback from everybody that they really enjoyed it. And like you said, it really opened up people's viewpoints on who the real stakeholders are and what their motivations might be. So, yeah. Um, surprisingly, uh, also to me, uh, how blind we sometimes all are because we are just so over-focused which, uh, on, on our daily task. I mean, and it's, it's obvious and it's also not something wrong, but taking a step back is or can be extremely beneficial. And to get down into the discussion, uh, what we thought was that we could basically introduce you to three most common uh, scenarios that we end up in uh, with almost any process mining initiative, uh, be it a new customer, be it an experienced customer that's growing, or a customer, or uh, let's say a company that is trying to adopt the process mining way. And therefore, we have three scenarios. We essentially have a new customer that is just about to do a proof of concept in any given process, but for the sake of, uh, so that we can be actually as concrete as possible, we have decided to work with a, a process that almost everyone is familiar with, which is purchase to pay. Uh, the second scenario would be a customer uh, that, or let's say again, a company, I keep saying customer, it's just this my perspective uh, of a <laughs> consultant. Um uh, basically, a company that already has a few processes implemented and is aware of the tremendous value that process mining can bring, and they are really thinking about uh, building a strategic program with multiple processes all at the same time, and they are trying to get their heads around that. And a third scenario is uh, a company that has implemented a few processes, uh, two, three processes, and they have a very low adoption and almost no value generation. So let's get actually started with the first one, which I usually like the most, the greenfield opportunity where you are just about to do a new process. And I say I like it the most is because, um, you know, as you learn and as you have the accumulation of the experience, you tend to do these greenfield opportunities better and better because you start from scratch, everybody's still enthusiastic, and you learned your lessons how to do and not to do things in your I mean, previous you projects. Uh, I, I mean, at least you I hope. hope. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's this 1% improvement in every project, and then over mm. time it just gets better. However, uh, Florian, explain us the situation, the challenge, and the goal, and then we just go ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah. So I think the the situation for a, a, a new company who's doing a proof of concept in P2P is that, of course, it's a new domain coming up in their company, process mining as a technology. So there's the first demand from the P2P team, from the business to really check out what's going on with process mining, what can we do, what can we achieve. So I think the situation is quite clear. Everybody is motivated and wants to achieve great results in a short time. So the challenge might be to really get everybody on board um, and achieve great results because what does that mean? Um, who do we need to really create the great results? Um, and then, of course, the goal is really to deliver on the expectation um, and bring in everybody on board, implement the technology, um, create some first adoption in with the technology 
to really showcase what what can be achieved uh, in a sustainable manner. Mm -hmm. uh, Florian, these are usually, uh, let's say, uh, I like the word lighthouse initiatives, where a certain department, in this case, it could be purchasing, but it could also be IT, it could be any other team, uh, sees a technology and they decide to to go for it. They take their own budget, their own people, and they sort of do it as this little thing in their department. Uh, do you think this is a right approach to, to start things? Are you already at this phase think uh, maybe this should be actually driven by executives or should go even level higher? Or do you think that starting small is actually a good approach? I think it's a great approach because it's very simple and it takes out complexity. Um, if you start with a big initiative, it's harder to, to really initiate or create the spark. Um, so I think it's a great way to really showcase the potential of a technology. But I think what is really key to create the, the right team setup. So I think the, the tech team of, of course, a business sponsor or potential champ who's driving the Lighthouse project and one of the execs in a tech team, of course, with the operational team in the P2P department is key um, to really create the spark within the company. But if you think about or you step out a little bit, uh, what really also comes into space is how can uh, the vendor and the implementation partner, for example, process and then support this initiative. So with the right team set up, so to have a successful team, us supporting with data scientists, with consultants as well project managers and from Celona's side the VE and uh, of course also technical teams to really uh, make the project a success. Now one of the things that I've always encountered or at least in a lot of the projects that I've overseen is that the the it's not always easy to secure the resources from the employees for their time or even their money. I mean because these process mining initiatives can be very expensive, right? So um, I always think that the you need some sort of buy-in and a lot of it is, I think, tied to expectations. And how, how do you go best go about that in this Greenfield approach? I mean, it's not always easy to secure that those resources at, at the start, right? Exactly. So I think, or I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, baby stepping, uh, especially in, in uh, Lighthouse projects. So I mean, is that just because you have a newborn, or is that why you're thinking of that? <laughs> no, in, no. In general, I think uh, to to really, of course, uh, it relates to that topic, but uh, also in general, <laughs> I think it makes sense to reduce complexity and uh, create a joint goal and have a have a very uh, common approach or a, a successful approach that steps us to towards the goal. So I think here. It's really key for for the implementation partner, Procent, for example, to bring in a right approach to connect the system, implement the use cases, validate the data, create the the value stories or the the value cases, and then roll out first uh, operational uh, levers to really showcase results in the end towards the management. And there you have the end to end journey. Uh, as a lighthouse project to really bring in the right stakeholders. And I think in the beginning of the project, 
with the kickoff, all the stakeholders should be involved in order to see the critical path mm-hmm. and see where they need to step in in order to make it a success. Mm-hmm. Does this also relate to a scenario or two scenarios, essentially, very, uh, let's say, on the edge, uh, very radical, but uh, not far from truth, when on one hand, you either have a company that Uh, has a very little interest in doing this sort of project because, as Patrick mentioned, it's usually on top of the the daily work. Uh, the resources are already pretty uh, pretty rare; they don't have enough, and so on. And on the other hand, you have extremely ambitious company that uh, already has thirty uh, five different goals and use cases that they want to solve with this initiative. Which is, uh, you know, it's it's nice. I like ambitions. But it's also sometimes we have to put uh, these these people down to earth that you know it is doable over long term, not over uh, two or three months. And therefore, um, how would you approach these two different scenarios with again the the great goal in mind, and that is securing enough resources yes. to keep going after you are done with the lighthouse implementation? Sure. Um, I would like to to step in my former role as a CVM, so customer value manager. Um, there, the ambition is, of course, to to reduce complexity and to focus. So, for the first scenario, my my recommendation would be, of course, to focus on a core team, really making sure that the core team has the right capacity to drive the project, and of course, meaning so that the the champ the 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 team that is involved from the business side to do all the validation because if you cannot trust the data you have really challenges or a big challenge to present the results towards the management and also having some of the management uh who's le- really leading or driving into the the topic and uh, also um positioning it towards um the other members in the management so i think the For the first scenario, my my recommendation would be to really focus on a core team to reduce complexity there, and of course get help from outside. So you can also really drive great results with the resources from from Telonis, for example, the VE who's providing a lot of guidance, so the value engineer um, or other professional service experts um, from Telonis who really support customers there as well as us who can drive the implementation. But nevertheless, we of course need buy-in and capacity from the customer to really make it a success. Um, for the second option, if you have a lot already on the table, my recommendation is still to reduce complexity and focus. <laughs> Meaning what are the cases that have potentially the highest impact and of course a shorter time frame to create the success. Because Time is also a very important factor to to kind of outline the potential and showcase that we are really driving process excellence, for example, in a company. So time is important. Um, and if we can reduce complexity there, and there our consultants help, for example, by um, doing that during uh, framing or value realization workshops where we really um, define use cases and see where they are from a value and timing perspective. So I think you can also there prioritize and really double down on the topics that that you should cover in the next step. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other uh, thing that uh, comes to my mind, uh, 
maybe it's a little premature in a lighthouse project or a proof of concept, proof of value concept, um, is scalability. Is this something that you already open up as a topic in a first uh, <laughs> first initiative when you are not even sure whether there is a right fit in this process mining approach for your company and when you don't even know if this is going to be a thing for you in a year, year and a half, two? So my, my perspective with the Lighthouse project, if you start, one of the key goals of the, let's say, the readout towards the management should always be the question around scalability. Because if you do such a project with a commitment of the business teams, for example, the procurement team, as well as the management team, and putting money on the table for a license, for implementation services, for additional other services, um, you want to make sure that it's a good investment. And of course, it translates into other requirements arising from other departments. So I think scalability is always one one of the questions where you see okay what can we achieve in the purchasing department in a short amount of a few weeks and how can we translate that into other topics and what would would be other striving uh, initiatives or themes that we could lever in in other parts of the organization mm -hmm. i mean also a very i mean a important topic i always find that there's a right time and place because I think I've been part of conversations where the topic of uh, where well, we can now do order to cash and then we can do accounts receivable and production planning. Have you thought about that? And everyone's at the start of the project like, well, sure, but you know, let's start at like you said, baby steps. You know, um, yeah. So it, it is a question of timing, I think. Exactly, timing and uh, also when capacity and. Uh, potential champs come into place. So I think it's also really important when you decide what's next to really think about who's really motivated from the other departments, who wants to go into a project with process mining to create the, the next lighthouse and replicate that um, into the wider organization. Now, when you keep talking about champs, by that you mean the champions, and how do you best identify one in, in your role? So. I would say the identification of a of a champ is a process. So, of course, in the initial team setup, um, it could be the the process owner for the purchasing process, but it could also be the manager of of this process owner. So, it really depends, and it it kind of shows you on or on its way it it kind of more becomes clear who's the champ. So it's it's like a more behavioral topic. Somebody who's like really like or buys into the technology and sees the business potential and also can translate that towards the management in a in a comprehensive manner and in a in the right context. So there is no formula that that <laughs> just just gives you the the right answer. I would say it's it's a process to to identify yeah. the right. Person. I've always think thought it was like the people that have the most motivation. Um, I've once met people that are citing documentation to me before the project started. I'm like, okay, yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah, definitely, you know. definitely. You know. <laughs> so curiosity is always a key. It's people that are very interested in what can be achieved outside the initial project. Uh, what other parts of the technology can be levered and also are 
Uh, I think one other strong indicator is um, if they're really involved into the process mining community. So, or mm -hmm. want to be part of the community. So, um, yeah. Uh, that's a very, very good point. And as a major effect, uh, we did have a lot of these enthusiasts on our show before mm -hmm. uh, who are both of these things, who have a good overview of their business and have been there uh, for, for a few years to be able to drive things, but are also very enthusiastic about the technology and are, uh, let's say, a very vocal promoters of it and that's that's your person that you want to uh, have in the project because it just helps you tremendously um however uh, moving on to the second scenario and uh, there was already a nice uh, driveway to the topic which was uh you know introducing new topics new domains new processes and even parts of technologies because rarely you would see that a company that just starts acquiring uh, process mining as a tool and as a way of working would use all of the possibilities and technologies at the same time because there's just so many things that you could do and so many areas you could uh, dive into. And therefore, you start ramping up and you start having these thoughts, you know what, let's go big, let's make millions. No, let's make tens of millions. <laughs> and that's the interesting <laughs> part. Uh, and I, I believe that we will see more and more companies getting to that point uh, as the whole um, the whole field is maturing. Uh, so... Uh, there are a few, we've had uh, some of these uh, stories on our show before, we work with some of these companies, and it's exciting because suddenly you're really talking big, you're talking about scaling. But on the other hand, it brings so many other problems and challenges. <laughs> and therefore, Florian, talk us a little bit into it. Sure. So the second scenario, so meaning to rolling out a more strategic program, which is uh, affecting or yeah affecting the whole company um so what what is the situation typically um the company is looking towards some challenges or wants to increase margins or top or bottom line increases or even maybe talking about green line uh increases when we're talking about sustainability so there are company wide initiatives that are looking for potential levers uh talking about technology um, to really drive this initiative. And then we're talking about multi-million programs, um, which, of course, should create a high impact on the top or bottom line or even the green line um, and have an effect or a strong effect um, on the whole company operations. So that will be the situation. I think uh, when we're moving into the, the challenge, when we're talking about scaling in the first place, here it really comes into how to make the scale work, meaning how to roll out in a quick manner in various streams to identify the right cases, to identify the right stakeholders, to also have a great buy-in from the executives because we're not talking about one executive who's kind of sponsoring the topic. We're talking about the whole management board who's going to be involved because the whole company is involved. And then next to it, we have big teams driving the implementations um, from, the, from the vendor as well as the implementation partner side. So we have also a big complexity in, <laughs> in program and project management. So we have a lot of people going on yeah. uh, which need to kind of be managed um, and also to add more complexity. Um, 
a COE becomes so a center of excellence becomes even more important to to kind of steer the whole topic after the project mode. So we have a lot of complexity. I would say that's that's the biggest challenge, and to really create the effect that is to be achieved with the initiative, meaning achieving um, top or bottom line targets, is one of the challenges. Please, yeah. Um, what I also love about this phase is how it brings also different perspectives uh, of of this process planning initiative. One uh, being uh, ambitions of people, because every person in the project, especially start uh, once we start talking about big numbers and big goals and uh, y- you know almost dreams, I would say, uh, every person have different incentives and also different ambition. And suddenly it starts also sometimes getting political because, you know, who's going to get the bigger pie, who's going to get more resources and who's going to eventually be um, rewarded for the success. And that's just something that's very, very difficult to learn or even describe until you actually get into the position of being in the midst of things. Yeah, sometimes I, I think Florian needs to navigate minefields in these discussions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, I, I totally see the the complexity that you're talking about, Jakub. So, um, I mean, when we when we focus on the goal of this initiative to really make the whole company better in their operation to achieve a certain target, for example, increase margin or mm-hmm. reduce costs, or, I don't know, be more uh, sustainable uh, in an operational way. So it's it's really a big challenge. And here, I think um, the, the pull effect, there should be kind of a pull effect created within the company. So we need a theme, starting with a clear target, saying, okay, we want to uh, increase margin by this amount, or we want to reduce cost by that mm-hmm. amount of euro. So, if the management buys into that and set that as a clear goal for the the whole company, this translates in the in the layers in the company into a pull effect, asking the COE to kind of help to achieve the target. So mm-hmm. then people get creative and think about, okay, what can I do in order to reach that number for my business area and then we have a pull effect in the company so this is kind of the biggest challenge from my perspective that needs to be established because the other way around to do it bottom up and push it up from a bottom towards the management and have no no effect there no pull effect there from top is quite challenging and uh time time consuming now, where do we as a um, process mining implementation partner fit into this picture? Obviously, we could help at the very top decide. I mean, we could be in on the board deciding strategic goals and how that translates. But like, uh, where do you see us in in this pull effect? So I see us in in all layers. So I like the the visualization of a s- setup for success. Meaning, we have the executive level. There should be XX aligned between the company, the vendor, and the technology provider. So, so meaning like Procent, Telonis, and the customer. There should be strong alignment to really make sure that we think about um, the right questions 
and tackle the right topics. And then on an operational perspective, when we talk about the COE, the COE needs, of course, support in terms of uh, projects that need to be delivered, but also ramping up resources. And there are also Celonis as well as Procent come into place to drive the project uh, implementation and execution, but also ramping up the internal capabilities on the customer side and really translating um, the requirements that we have into adoption cases um, that are being rolled out company-wide. And then, of course, um, also the tech layer to really make sure that we are strongly aligned with the IT um, to really have the systems connected in a good way and operated. And we have a sustainable architecture um, for the whole initiative to, to scale. Mm -hmm. um what I also see that at this phase, uh, more than anywhere, uh, showcasing the success and basically internal marketing for all the stakeholders becomes extremely important. Would you agree with that? I totally agree because um, it might be ignorant to think that the process mining topic is the only thing in the world that's happening. <laughs> Wait, wait, there, it's wait not. hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Well, but, you're breaking um, my world here, Flo. <laughs> no, but typically when we're talking about strategic programs, there are other strategic programs on the roadmap, meaning other topics that are very strategic for, for the company and various layers for the IT. When we're talking about S4HANA projects that use a lot of capacity within the company and, of course, energy. Um, but also other strategic projects that might be ongoing or some operational excellence or maybe some some growth projects where new plants are being built or set up. So there's a lot of things happening and this needs to be integrated into the whole journey. So we, of course, need strong advocates, for example, Champ, who really creates a community um, for process mining within the company. Um, and also levers, maybe externals to to create the spark. Um, for example, the value engineer to work with the teams on new ideas or do a hackathon mm -hmm. um, on the company side to kind of open up the whole company mm -hmm. to to create the pull effect. Yeah, I I really liked what uh, Timo Peters once said in our podcast, and that was that it's essentially uh, about almost creating a company within a company with uh, people with uh, entrepreneurial mindsets that are able to create this pulling effect and that are able to uh, get things moving. And as a part of running a business is obviously marketing. You need to show what you are doing. And that's the exact role in my, in my eyes of the COE, not overseeing only the operations, but also showing everyone else how cool and great these people who are doing it are and what sort of value they are providing for the company. I fully agree. Fully agree. I would also like to highlight the hackathon um, thing that you mentioned. Having seen a few, um, I can only recommend it to every anybody that's listening and is thinking about it. Hackathons are an, a great way to inherently drive motivation, drive enthusiasm, most of all, to topics that people just didn't know could, that could be done in a very, very short amount of time. Right. Um, so if anybody's listening that's thinking about it, highly recommend it. And uh, it'll bring you lots and lots of, um, yeah, value or 
since, since you, Patrick, opened up the topic, and I know uh, Florian was driving one, uh, what actually yeah. is a hackathon and what is the what is the outcome and benefit of having one? Sure. So a hackathon is a very cool format for companies to ideate in a topic. It could be a hackathon around sustainability, but it could also be a more general hackathon saying, okay, we have a company hackathon and we just try to derive new initiatives in various processes and showcase uh, what we can achieve in one or two days with extensive uh, yeah, ideation, hands-on working with consultants and data scientists um, together with the business and then present in a quick pitch towards the management um, to showcase what can be achieved in a short amount of time and what impact can be created. So I think it's a really intensive format to ideate, to showcase what technology can mm -hmm. achieve in a short amount of time, and then use that as a starting point to really uh, further create uh, lighthouse projects or create new lighthouse projects uh, in new parts of the company. Yeah, I would say if you're struggling, just reach out to Florian, he will guide you on this. Uh, I haven't been part of any yet, Uh, but it's uh, what I heard from colleagues. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. However, moving on to the last piece and actually the, the least enthusiastic part, uh, which we should have probably not end with uh, because we don't want to leave you at the, at the bad note. However, it's a reality as well. We are witnesses of projects which uh, it feels like as if they're dying. So... Uh, regardless whether the implementation itself was a success or not, uh, we sometimes do see projects that uh, uh, people lose interest or it can be as, as simple as, you know, people leaving the company and new people uh, not being that much into the topic of, uh, you know, continuing these initiatives uh, on their behalf. And therefore, we have a few processes in place and it almost seems like in the seems like in a in a desert with these uh, desert runners you know in the in the western film uh being uh and <laughs> a report in in a process mining tool what do you do to bring it back to life so coming back to the framework so the situation is that we have a company who's implemented one or two processes and there is After quite a while, there's no really adoption and minor value. So what could be the, the challenge? The challenge could be that, as Jakub said, maybe some, some parts of the team left the company or are in another part of the company right now focusing on other topics. So it was more a kind of a project-based setup and not an initiative that was started. Uh, or there was no ambition to really translate that into day-to-day -day operations. Um, on the other hand, it could also be that um, due to strategic decisions, the focus was reshifted by the management. So there are other topics um, that the company is focusing on, um, meaning also less traction into the process mining uh, initiative that was initiated. Um, so. I would say the biggest challenge is really to identify the core team again and to focus again on creating a pull effect and really driving operational measures that are uh, interconnected with the company targets. So um, 
really focusing on what are the targets of the company and how can we connect our process mining initiative again with those targets to really support from top to bottom uh, the execution uh, and achievement of that goal. So that, that will be the overall goal right now. And there, of course, various stakeholders come, come into play. Mm -hmm. So it's almost literally going to knock door from door and finding your champion, finding the people who would uh, be in, in your opinion and also responsible. It's not just about who wants to take it, but who should take it because it uh, goes into their, uh, into their uh, parts of the work, right? Exactly. And also showcasing the management that there is a connect, but there, there must be extensive work on, okay, how do we integrate the initiative into the overall target of the company? And then asking to the management to focus on that topic with the right capacity and, of course, uh, team again. So, I mean, a lot of um, these implementations and stuff, and especially in this scenario, can leave a bit of a sour taste in, in people's mouths. And as we already noted before, these topics can be fairly political. And especially with uh, one of these more stagnant um, um, projects that has just lain by the wayside, do you think that's, uh, how do you navigate that? Um, you know, especially trying to find enthusiasm and motivation, and you are met with a slew of people who are a little bit sour and also uh, <laughs> lack the motivation. I would say to, to really create the spark. Um, also very helpful is to to ask, for example, the Celonis Value Engineer or us, um, where we see the potentials to open up the teams again to really focus on what can be achieved. And I think if you are working on the topic to see what can be done, because everybody is trying to be better every day. At least that's my ambition. I would say that's most of the people's ambition. <laughs> so if you see that there is a potential to be better as a company, and if we create the connect with the company targets supported by Celonis and ProcessEnd, I think then we have the possibility to create the spark again that is necessary to drive the topics um, and also create the required adoption in the teams. Because I think for day-to-day -day work, it's also... Uh, the context is very important to see that what you do is not additional workload. It's really helping the company to achieve target. Yeah. And I guess at this point, what also helps is, again, the maturity of the whole field, because there will be uh, dozens of examples of companies and people who have been in these exact pitfalls before. And I could point to probably a few episodes in our own podcast saying this was the person that has been through that and has seen the end of the tunnel and eventually uh, got the project on the on the right track again. Um, so Florian, to, to wrap things up, what I feel like the, the central theme of almost all these scenarios were, um, were, were basically... Well, one thing actually, and that was having the proper roadmap with the with the goal in mind, under which people can basically, uh, how to say, like unify behind, right? I fully agree, and to really open up and uh, 
yeah, thinking about the theme, walking in their shoes, to think about who are all the stakeholders, the people involved in the whole topic, not only focusing on, on the own company, even if you're a customer thinking about who can be supporting my initiative from Zilonis and from Process and all the implementation partners. I think that that is really important to create a great setup of people that come together and want to achieve something and really also think about what's the ambition of everyone and uh, what could also be a challenge uh, for potential parts of the teams and how to solve that. Mm -hmm. So basically, I, I see if I distill it, it's like two questions for these people. One would be, uh, what would he do and why should he care or she? Yeah. 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 So right. if you find yourself in any of the situations that we have listed above these three, and you would like to see Florian work his magic, um, <laughs> then feel free to reach out to Flo. He will tell you all about his approach and how we do things. Where can people find you, Flo? Happy to do so. So you can contact me via LinkedIn anytime, but also uh, text me via email um, f.ernst.prosent.com. So please feel free, happy to connect. Um, yeah, and if you have questions, you can also reach out to Jakub and Patrick. <laughs> uh, they they will facilitate. We are here for you. Uh, Florian, thank you very, very much for making the time and joining us on our show. And also, uh, once again, welcome to our company. It's been a few months since you've been here and it's very cool to have you on board and Uh, as with almost everyone, extract some good knowledge from you and then sell it as my own. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Amazing. Thank also you, dear listeners, for being with us and listening to our show. We are happy to have you. Um, and well, as usual, if you have any questions, just reach out to us on miningyourbusinesspodcast at gmail.com or just text us on LinkedIn. And we will be looking forward with the next episodes in a few weeks of time. Not two, probably three this time, because we will be recording live at the ICPM conference. So stay tuned and talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>